0: Love is amazing, oh,
1: but it's also bullshit, and it
2: might also get you murdered.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome
2: to another episode of Love is amazing, but it is also bullshit, and might get you murdered. Yep. The show that reminds you that everything you, everything that you ever wanted in this entire life, uh, can turn out to be a huge fucking dumpster fire word i'm aaron black as always uh with me is my co-host and heterosexual life partner (laughs) uh nicholas control freak luna hey hey hey. and today we have a a very uh funny awesome guest i'm gonna let you introduce yourself because uh you know you told me that dude's yeah Yeah, my name
1: is sean Okay. <laughs> Let's right. leave it at that. Okay, Sean. He's uh, yeah. Sean. Yeah, we yeah. got Sean. Yeah.
2: Okay. Sean. Sean's
1: in the house. I don't have a last name. Because yeah. right. no we're still in. It's, is, we've got an ongoing episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah ongoing yeah.
1: situation.
0: Yeah, like you're sort of like Seal in that way. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, he's yeah. just Seal. Your, par-
2: your parents were like, his name is Sean. And they are like, what is his last name? He's like, that's too much fucking work. His name is Sean. <laughs> <laughs> He'll always be Sean. Uh, okay, so uh, the case we're doing today is the murder of morris black and decker oh yeah the source material is god damn it nick all right (laughs) the source material is an id show of course uh called betrayal season one episode seven so our story begins uh around uh 1973 in yakima washington
1: yakima the Palm Springs of Washington. Yes. Very true. Yeah. Very true.
2: I was going to say the Florida of Washington, but. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Palm Springs, Florida, everywhere you go, the something the fucked, sign up, said it. fucked up has happened. Oh, did it? Yeah, did it say it in it.
0: the. The science. Yeah, I'm just reading Oh, okay. All right. I am not very observant, by the <laughs>
2: Man, way. You, yeah, I think you probably know more about this case than I do. But uh, anyway, um, let me introduce some of the main characters. There is. Uh, Uh, Gabby Moore His Mm -hmm. full name is uh, Glenn Or Glenn Glenn or Glenn Is Glenn a name?
0: I guess Gabby's just like a cute nickname Yeah Because he's a really cute guy
2: Okay (laughs) Uh, It's uh, Glenn Gabby Moore Uh, Now Gabby Moore Was a wrestling coach At Davis High School In Yakima, Washington And this guy Was a fucking Institution He was a beast Yeah like um like he was he would he was known for kind of making these kids into superstars, right?
1: The kids uh, loved him. The yeah, kids
2: loved him. Yeah, it, it was,
0: was basically like Penn State.
2: It was an incredibly successful <laughs> successful program. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I just got that. Alright. Um let's let's not go there. I mean, in all due respect, I mean some people do some pretty terrible shit, but there's actually no pedophilia in this story, Nick. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So anyway, um, so so this guy was like, and I mean, I used to wrestle, so I know how like crazy, um, wrestling coaches and wrestling parents and wrestlers themselves can get. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. It gets it's a intense. small community, but when you're in the community, you're fucking in it. Um. So. You know, his whole thing was turning these very disadvantaged uh, uh, youth. youths uh, at, at The two <laughs> youths. Uh, uh, at-risk youth uh, into, like, really um, amazing athletes. They would end up going to college and all this type of stuff. Um, and for a teacher, like, he was making a good amount of money. He was, like, doing pretty well, right? So it's, it, on the outside, he had a great life. Great kids uh, living the America dream, American dream, America dream, American dream,
0: America dream,
2: America, (laughs) fuck yeah. Okay, so one of Gabby's greatest accomplishments as far as, you know, students that he coached was a guy named Angela Tuffy Pleasant.
0: Oh, yeah, Tuffy.
2: And uh, Tuffy stands for tough. Yeah, because he was tough as hell. He was tough, tough, yeah. And uh, he was a 19-year-old African-American kid. Uh, You know, the way the show describes it, he was kind of on the... uh, Grew up on the, you know, poor side of town. The wrong side of the the track? The wrong side of the track. I mean, who knew if there was a fucking train? But... In in this whole analogy,
0: but... You would hope there would be a train, there. There might be a train. Yeah, why not?
2: I mean, how else did people get to yakima washington right
0: yeah before cars yeah probably I mean, a train we're
2: talking about the 70s not the 1800s here <laughs> <laughs> all right but um anyway uh this this guy was just a fucking monster on the mat like uh he got a full athletic scholarship to some school i <laughs> good research I, uh, son. <laughs> one, one of the good schools yeah i didn't know uh, i I didn't like really.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not important for the yeah, start. It's,
2: yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> I I watched the TV show. This is how I know this.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. What's our source material right quick? Did I told
2: you, you. I said that. You earlier. already said it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. But. But. If, but if I'm wrong and you're right, it's Betrayal. Okay. An ID show uh, episode season seven. Uh, no, no. Episode seven, season one. Okay. Thank you. I, maybe I didn't. You I, I, know I what? feel like you didn't. All right. <laughs> n- neither here nor there all right so anyway uh the third character in this show is uh, a dude named morris blacken baker blacken baker
0: blacken baker
2: yeah so um he blacken baker was another one of gabby's prodigies protégés, pro- protégés yeah. yes yes yeah he was a just a stud was in he? high school
0: yeah i guess so like he was a football player and a wrestler and all that yeah. and he was like just very athletic and everyone liked him yeah and you
2: know
1: how why you know he's a stud because w- when you get graduate from high school you move on it's like then the, the, you get a creepy mustache yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> that's a sign of being like
2: yeah yeah you you, you, you graduate <laughs> you get a blonde mustache in a van and all of a sudden you're living the not american dream not the
0: dream. the Arab black story no sorry
2: uh, it's a fucking goatee motherfucker not a mustache get it straight look at my face before you say shit like that okay fair i do drive a van without windows though um no i don't uh you're a big dude what did you play anything in high school sean
1: uh no because i never wanted to try i no, i did track Oh, I did okay. track, but my whole thing for track was, uh, and I was okay. Yeah. Third place. Well, be... uh, that was my goal In was to event? get third place. Uh, I did two twenty triple jump and long jump. Oh, Damn. Nice. So, but yeah. but my goal was third place. Yeah. And I had a whole system behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you do uh you have to work really hard to get first place. Yeah, yeah. But third okay. place, too still, hard. <laughs> too hard. Third place, you still get one for the. Yeah. team. You're still scoring points for your team. You
2: still get fucking laid. You at get. The end you of get.
1: The- you get your. You know your letter jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's sort of all the benefits of being, uh, you know, an athlete without actually having to work. Yeah, yeah. you could uh,
2: convince somebody pl- to put. Let you put your third place in is them.
1: really underrated in
2: yeah. the world,
0: yeah. And, and then also, like, you know, you go home with an actual trophy or medal yeah. and not some participation type situation, yeah. No,
1: yeah. we did not get ribbons,
2: like, they give you <laughs> yeah. like
1: little medals, actual medals, <laughs> yeah. not ribbons, yeah.
2: At at like the parties after the meet, you could be like, My dick is bronze, what's up, <laughs> uh, and be
0: like, Man, you shouldn't tan so much, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so, um,
2: <laughs> so, uh we're we're back with Morris. Morris was Okay. Yeah.
1: Morris was first place. So so Morris
2: Morris was um uh not like the three of us. He was a stud, you know. No third place for this guy. He was like number 1 although I I mean, I don't know. Maybe you went to some school where it, it was huge and you're actually like an amazing athlete. I you know what I did? I did I am a, not. Okay. <laughs> I did um uh I did a pole vaulting for about three days. And then one of my friends got stabbed in the kidneys with a fucking stick. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to play lacrosse. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So Morris Blackendicker was a an assistant coach at Yakima Middle School. And like Gabby, he seemed to have a pretty good life. He was had a beautiful wife, uh, kids, kids pretty happy with a job um you know and gabby and morris had a real connection they had a real father-son relationship
1: yeah in the beginning didn't the uh son kind of get up to morris and said you know yeah i mean confronted him early on the episode
0: yeah well well there yeah let's touch base on that because the reenactments in this are tremendous
2: i mean they are (laughs) um but, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, the reenactments in the show, like, I kind of think the director was like, uh, you know what? I don't really know if this actually happened, but you're going to fucking say this because it's going <laughs> to make it. You know, I think he was like, so I don't just straight up um, uh, caveat for this episode. I have no idea. What like actually what, when it comes to the nitty gritty details, as far as like the big actual details, like I know, like we we are gonna um, report the,
1: the 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 facts
2: the facts yeah, but there's also gonna be some stuff we say where people are going to be like what well, yeah. we, you know what we
1: call that artistic license artistic oh, license yeah Oh, there you go
2: yeah <laughs> they they play pretty fast and loose uh, <laughs> with, with with the facts here not unlike uh
0: our friends at fatal vows
2: uh, or yes exactly <laughs> i feel like it was the same it was the same director yeah it's, i feel like Brian and stacy were on the set
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. so so uh Sean, there's this show called fatal vows And they have these two talking heads, Dr. Brian and Stacy, and they're like psychologists or something. And they basically just like come in and just say the most obvious things ever about these cases. And it's amazing.
2: Yeah. Sean doesn't care. So. (laughs) um, All right. Actually,
1: I'm going to go binge watch it at home. Okay. (laughs) And and you should. It's very entertaining.
2: All right. So uh, enough with the fatal vows. Please do not.
0: Like tag, tag them, them in a, a tweet, tweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brian. You're a fucking idiot, you know. Hashtag Brian. All right, well, I, let's I, not I, do I, it. Let's not go into it. Yeah, all yeah right. I, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. Uh, no. So, anyway, they uh, will not be guests on your show. If yeah, they do that. We,
0: uh, oh man, that would be such a problem. We're pull, doing
2: though. way too many in like <laughs> inside jokes. Uh, we, we all right, let's, let's stay on track here. Okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fucking Nick. All right, so anyway gabby and um morris they were they were close they had a real father-son relationship um you know uh gabby i mean morris really looked up to this dude apparently even morris uh saved gabby from drowning one time
0: oh yeah while they were fishing
2: yeah so it's like you know remembering choke if you save someone's life you're responsible for them
0: yeah Um, absolutely
2: yeah uh yeah that was a good book That was a great book. Yeah. The movie was okay.
0: Yeah, I never saw the movie, but that was Sam Rockwell, right? Yeah, yeah. Sam was great in it. I love him. It was
2: kind of like a little bit all over the place, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. So, (laughs) um, one day Gabby and Morris are just shooting the shit, you know, uh, just doing their thing and Gabby ends up telling Morris that his wife of 16 years is divorcing him. Harsh. Yeah. Apparently she was, uh. Pretty jealous of his first love, coaching. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. That that's a little salty of her.
2: Yeah, I know it was, but I mean we don't. Yeah, we don't, we don't know, know what the happened. Details. Yeah, 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 we
0: don't know what happened behind closed you know? doors.
2: But but it must have been like a it must have been like a weird argument. Like go back to what your real real love is, children. You know, <laughs> and then he was like. You're not saying that the way it actually is. You know that, right? And he's like, "I don't care. Like, you go back to the thing you're most involved in—kids. You know, it's like once again, that's not how it—that's not how it is. Yeah, I'm All a right. coach. This is my job. Yeah, you're you're, you're saying it." A way that's not the way that it's actually happening. You know that, right? Let me
1: clarify. Kids rolling around on the mat.
2: You go back to your first love. You know, uh, taking kids and you know showing them how to the best way to pin each other on the ground and 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 getting their arms around each other and just getting their sweaty backs on the (laughs) mat and you you're putting your fucking forearm under their necks and just really just just going at it just and you're like do you know anything about wrestling like okay
1: you obviously did yeah yeah no that was
0: yeah that was oddly specific i was i was wrestling and
2: and that's going to come up more in this episode but all right so morris says fuck that sucks uh, why don't you come live at my place?
0: Yeah, with me and my shorty.
2: Yeah, apparently um, Gabby had a, some money issues at the time. So a few weeks later, Gabby is living with Morris and his wife Deanne and their two kids. So that is a little, that's a full house. That's a fucking sitcom right yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a
1: full house situation yeah. right there. Like two yeah. wrestling coaches living together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's One me. wife, a couple yeah. kids.
2: It's it's basically the Brady Bunch if the Brady Bunch was uh, <laughs> two a, wrestling coaches. the Brady Bunch was directed by Rob Zombie, like that's what's going to end up happening. <laughs> but I mean, um, so let's talk a little bit about Morris and okay. Deanne. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were high school sweethearts. Which, do you think that ever happens anymore? Do you think people in high school actually fall in love and stay together their entire lives anymore?
0: You know, the other day I met some people and that was their story and they were like our age they were like you know early 30s and they
2: fucking hate each other no they're
0: still married and they're super happy and i'm like all right that's fucking weird
1: where did they live
2: here
0: (laughs) here in new york city where
1: is this where they went to school
0: uh in long island okay yeah Yeah. all right
1: yeah and i was like wow that's mind-blowing yeah i was gonna say like midwest yeah (laughs) yeah no (laughs) it it was mind-blowing i was like like
0: I was like, "Wait, can we talk about this more? Because this is blowing my mind right yeah, now." Yeah,
2: like, like, <laughs> like, where, where are you from? It's like, uh, oh, where I'm from, uh, Greenleaf, Nebraska. You're okay. like, well, that's okay. That makes sense. <laughs> right on. You know, people from Nebraska. <sighs>
0: Wait, Sean, are you from Nebraska? Because you said right on.
1: No, I uh, uh, I, I from... did live in the mid- Midwest. I'm originally from Massachusetts.
0: Oh, okay, uh, you lived oh. in Minnesota for a bit, right? I did
1: live in Minnesota. Nice, yeah. nice.
0: My mother is from Minnesota. Oh, where? Uh, uh Eveleth in the Iron Range. Okay, yeah, I know. I, I lived yeah in... it's like near Canada. Yeah, I lived up. there. How uh,
2: long is this fucking story? That's it. That's the story. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just I'm trying sorry. to talk to Sean, and I'm you sorry. Know, like you know, just like there's kinda... a lot of
1: parallels between the Midwest and yeah. Yakima, Washington. though. Oh
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: No. I'm assuming so. Yeah, I, I I would hope so.
2: I mean, yeah, I, I feel like they all grow up and they get married and they eventually put their wife into a wood chipper. That's how I think of it, <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. Okay, anyway.
0: Yeah, well, no, like, you know, Fargo's a movie that exists. It does exist, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. All right, well, since we're so off topic and we could always cut this out i read this article recently of these you know in in omaha nebraska that there's this rock in omaha that has been made famous because cars keep on swerving off the road and plowing into this fucking rock get rid of the rock i mean yeah but but, i mean how just like what what are they putting in the water in Omaha, Nebraska, that makes you ra- like I saw where the rock is. There's, there's, there's no curve. There's nothing that like would make you turn into that rock. Like it's just people randomly running into the rock. You know, it's just-
1: I, I I would say ice and snow.
2: No, no, no. This is like in the spring and summer. Some. Of oh, photos. okay. Yeah. Then the- yeah.
1: Weirdly enough, in the winter, rock never gets hit. Yeah. <laughs> it's an anomaly.
2: <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's just um, <laughs> when you edit this, let, we we could just take this whole part out. So or not, or not. Okay, all right. <laughs> so um, so there, is, uh, Morris and Diane are um high school sweethearts. Diane apparently is a looker, like she's very very attractive. She's also from a affluent family. Affluent. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> and uh, Morris is you know the typical high school stud. So they're like you know they're you're quintessential 1950s couple
0: yeah sort of like the movie greece yeah but <laughs> but is, in the 70s but in the 70s with yeah. murder
2: <laughs> but after college um after morris graduates things didn't turn out the way that they thought it was going to be they were pretty strapped for cash right uh, Morris was only an assistant coach at a middle school, college, uh, middle school school, uh, middle, middle school, school, school. Yeah. Little kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically they were like pretty, uh, hard up for money, you know? Um, and they couldn't really pay the bills. And so, the De- uh, Deanne had to actually get a full-time job at a bank.
0: Hey, was Gabby paying
2: rent during this whole time when he was staying with them? I don't know.
1: Yeah, they didn't clarify that. Yeah, Yeah, they they didn't clarify that. You would want him to. Yeah.
2: They said something in betrayal. They were like, just make sure he pays his way. And apparently, like, Gabby was supposed to have a good amount of money. So we wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. So, um, but anyway, the point I'm getting at is Deanne was not stoked that Gabby was there.
0: Yeah, she's like, whoa, what's this guy doing here?
2: She's like, oh, oh, great. Another... 60-year-old dude oh. along with my three kids and my husband that's not yeah. helping me live right now, you and, know.
0: And they're so into wrestling. Bring a book.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk again about the half, half Nelson. <laughs> you know, I don't want to talk about the checking the oil. Don't tell me again about checking the oil. I don't want to know anything what is checking About 14-year-old boys checking each other's oils, all right? You take that shit to the garage. That was my impression of Deanne. I'm glad I um, did track.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Track seems a lot more in, chill than In wrestling, um,
2: in wrestling checking the oils, like when you take your hand and you kind of put it in the butt of the dude you're trying to pin. Is Is, is that really what it is? I swear to God, that's what it is. Yeah. Is that an
1: official wrestling term?
2: Yeah, checking the oil. Yeah.
1: Wow. All I'm right. going to
2: check my oil. Yeah. So it's, like, so it's like, you know, it was weird because it's like when you were in high school wrestling, you heard of checking the oil. And then like later on in college when I was experimenting, I also got the oil checked, but it was like a whole different circumstance. <laughs> it was very, it was like, I, I I was like, I remember this happening before. Anyway. <laughs> uh okay so as i said earlier gabby was um a very accomplished dude and what ended up happening is uh his accomplishments started to overshadow morris right and deanne kind of saw this right it was like
0: when she was washing dishes looking like rosie the riveter
2: exactly yes exactly and uh basically yeah in in the reenactments gabby is just like uh, his name is eric strong i think the actor but anyway oh he,
0: and he's tremendous
2: yeah he's great in this yeah just he's so good absolutely like give it he gives 110 yeah
0: he totally commits i'm totally. watching yeah. all his work
2: yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> when, get, when we get done yeah it's 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 all it's all shows on like it's all reenactments it's great like he was like you know, he is the Robert De Niro of fucking forensic files. Oh also, can we just say that like
0: all this entire show betrayed like is all told from the perspective of Morris? So it's kind of weird. It has like an American beauty aspect to it. It does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's
2: that's a good point, Nick. Um so uh basically like Deanna's is starting to get some feelings for Gabby. I I get this. I've I mean, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but, like, I dated someone who, like, actually had their, like, ex-boyfriend, like, stay over her place.
3: Oh, yeah, And
2: yeah. I met them at a bar, and he was fucking gorgeous. <laughs> he was, like, tall and handsome. And he had he had this, like, car, um Clark Kent look to him, and he was fucking cool. He was super cool. It was... The worst. And and so so I meet him at a bar and if I'm remembering this story right, I go home and they go back to her place where he's going to sleep on the couch. But um, she doesn't have a couch. Well, she does have a couch, okay. but it's also a <laughs> studio apartment, so I remember just uh in and, and I'm not one of those like I'm I'm not one of those guys who's like mm. i mean i am but on the inside <laughs> uh but didn't uh, we make a whole sketch about we that? did we did we made a whole sketch about it i can't remember oh friend in town yeah friend in yeah, town, friend in town. Yeah, yeah
3: yeah
2: all right so anyway um i mean so poor fucking morris man he's really he's really getting the shaft on this one yeah
0: he's just trying to kick it man
2: He's just trying to help a friend out, and that friend is trying to fuck his wife. Um, <laughs> That's never a good situation. Never a good situation. Never, yeah. never. Uh, so, but here's a little thing about Gabby that I didn't uh, say yet. Uh, Gabby uh, is an alcoholic.
3: Mm. Up
2: until Up until his divorce, he's been dry. He's been solid. You know, he's been going to the meetings. He hasn't been having anything to drink. But that divorce... You know, really did a number on him.
0: It's a bombshell.
2: And he started drinking again.
0: Yeah, there's a scene in, like, the reenactment where uh Morris comes up to Gabby. And, like, Gabby takes a drink at this wrestling practice from, like, a water bottle. And then Morris is like, really? You can't do this here. This is for the kids. Yeah. yeah. What, drinking? Yeah, like, he was drinking alcohol <laughs> from the water bottle.
2: It was like, don't tell me about kids, you know. Uh, you know, this, <laughs> as, you know. I teach kids. I teach kids how to like, you know, uh, take e- hold each other <laughs> and, and, and really get a hold of one another and pin each other to. A- I'm gonna stop making this joke. So okay, anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway,
0: on.
2: what what I'm trying to say is, uh, uh, Gabby is an alcoholic. Starts drinking again, you know. Um, but you know, uh, I don't like. I'm not gonna. Say I I knew the severity of what, Gabby's drinking problem. I could tell you like
0: what what I know. What I know from my
2: drinking problem, like you could hide it for a very long time, you know. But um, eventually it pops up. E- eventually, eventually you go too far. So, um, anyway, he starts drinking and he ends up, uh, you know, and 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 for for a while, like Deanne doesn't really understand how bad his drinking problem is yeah and uh as time passes deanne and gabby start getting closer you ever have like a friend like try to flirt with your girlfriend
1: i'm just trying to think about it uh, yeah i'm sh- yeah i'm, not, I'm <laughs> like no, i'm trying to think here like all my experience like has just you been like think about nah, it, yeah, it hasn't <laughs> happened <laughs> or, no it probably has and i'm just like the because yeah. i i have a bad bad history of just being oblivious to to
2: things Well, I don't know if that that's so bad. When you have a when you have a history of being oblivious to things, you usually don't end up uh, murdering anyone. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah, you know, you're like Forrest Gump. You let shit happen, and then you just move on. Yeah, and then you run all the way across the country,
1: and then Lieutenant Dan has legs.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's (laughs) it's like you just keep on going. You know,
1: there's a fine line between oblivious and stupid. True, true, true. And I cross that line. Probably more times than I should. From oblivious
2: <laughs> to stupid or stupid to oblivious? Either one. Okay. <laughs> it's a pendulum. Sometimes I'm both. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, you know, Gabby starts really having feelings for uh, um, Deanne. So in February 1974...
0: According to the documentary. According
2: to the documentary, uh, asterisk, footnote, <laughs> Uh, Gabby and Deanne are taking long... Uh, uh, rides in his sports car.
0: Oh, and in the <laughs> reenactment, his sports car looked pretty sweet. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it was, like, uh, yeah.
2: It was a it was a convertible Mitsubishi's Ford uh, model.
0: Ford intrepid
2: uh, Ford, Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm a dude. I know about cars. <laughs> uh,
3: anyway,
2: um, in March 1974, one month later, Deanne starts reciprocating with the with the um, attention she's getting from Gabby right and then finally uh, Deanne just ends up falling in love with Gabby and then she finally tells Morris that she's leaving him for Gabby right? right so basically she just sits him down and she goes hey remember that guy you were trying to help out because he was getting divorced well i'm in love with him now so we're gonna move (laughs) together and i'm divorcing you uh anyway uh we need milk so no you know (laughs) and
0: and i'm taking the kids i I, I hope that's all right
2: Mm.
1: and have your money
0: (laughs) and have your money because this was a 70s divorce
2: yeah and uh uh gabby gabby ended up like you know, he was just like, this is my second chance at love. So he's just went with it. Um, three months later, uh, Deanne ends up divorcing Morris and marries Gabby. So it's an official. So it's official. And that was
0: a quick divorce, too. Nowadays, that shit takes like a she, year. She
2: must have done it in Reno or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Gabby um, ended up buying her a home uh, on the nice part of Yakima's West Side. Right, and they're just having a great time. They're newlyweds. They're,
0: they're Westsiders now.
2: Fucking like rabbits. Do you think rabbits fuck that much?
0: I mean, they have a lot of babies. So I mean, you would assume.
2: somehow there's there was a somehow you know the reason for that saying. It had to be someone saw rabbits fucking a lot and go, "Hey, rabbits fuck a lot." So when, <laughs> or maybe just the output.
1: Lot. You know, they yeah. look at the number of rabbit, baby rabbits, yeah. like, you know, because, you know, one causes the other. So, yeah. okay. I, I hey, mean, it's a chicken and egg situation. Yeah, don't and we don't know where it started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right.
2: Getting it all fucking scientific with numbers and graphs and bullshit. You uh, know? Uh, uh, yeah. Do you want
0: to see my PowerPoint I made about it? <laughs> I <laughs>
2: do not. <laughs> uh, okay. So, end up uh, Deanne ends up getting a full custody of kids. This was. Before Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> which one
0: best picture, which is mind blowing, but anyway. Really? Yeah.
2: All right. Well, we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> anyway, um, and, uh, so, so that's where we are. And, you know, um, uh, wrestling coaches are crazy. My wrestling coach actually ended up murdering a, um, a woman that he was smoking crack with. And that happened the, summer after i graduated didn't, you know, he,
0: didn't he write you your like college uh letter of recommendation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep
2: yeah he did yeah
0: <laughs> was that used for evidence
2: uh no it was not <laughs> yeah and if you're listening to this at home and you had a wrestling coach father figure or your actual father betrayed you by having sexual relations with your wife or girlfriend may i suggest visiting or sponsor Mostrealisticsexdolls.com. Mostrealisticsexdolls.com <laughs> is made out of the finest polythiamorous silicone material in the world, and when you're inside them, you'll forget all about your surrogate father or actual father who is sleeping with your wife and playing Monopoly with your kids. It does <laughs> not. Uh, it does. It does wonder for my. Okay, yeah. So, does wonders for my relationship with Nicholas Luna. Since Nick got cinnamon from mostrealisticsexdolls.com, he stopped looking at me with murder in his eyes and saying things like "I'll stab you in the dick" anytime an attractive barista uh, takes my order at Dunkin' Donuts. The murder and jealousy has died inside him since he started dating uh, uh, someone who spends twenty-two hours in a safe in a closet. Uh, that only he has the combination to in fact mm-hmm. since cinnamon has entered his life several restraining orders against him have been lifted and he once again can be within 500 yards of most schools and playgrounds and if uh <laughs> <laughs> and if you type in love is amazing backslash back uh, dot realistic sex dolls dot com, uh you can get a 30% discount on dolls with self-lubricating holes so, visit mostrealisticsexdolls.com today and come inside something that won't get you murdered. Anyway, yeah, that's our yeah, sponsor.
0: Yeah, with a uh, promotion code uh, yeah. Love is Amazing. Love is Amazing.
2: Yes. Back to that. Do they love make uh,
1: male versions of that?
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> um, you could get a dick. You could get, and you could like do a, um, a transgender oh, type thing. Yeah. Huh yeah like, that's interesting and you could get like several different um sizes circumcised not circumcised i'm telling you this it's a
0: great this service website so is like, amazing. I, I know you love it
2: and when you think about how many people they saved actually from getting murdered it's it's really phenomenal they like they should get the nobel peace prize with uh um you know Teresa mother Teresa. And all types. Yeah, of stuff. yeah. Let's dominate yeah. them. They should names, names, and streets should be after. It should be like most realistic sexdolls.com Boulevard. <laughs> <on every> other,
1: <laughs> you know, how they come packaged? Um, do, do you have to blow them up? Do they come in like a big co- sort of pseudo coffin? No, 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 no. no <laughs> pseudo
2: coffin. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Yeah, pseudo coffin is, is a. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> blow them up. You know, it's like this is this is the real deal. Like you ever see. Basically, you know, it's it's the same like type of doll that Ryan Gosling had in Lars and the Real Girls.
0: Oh yeah, that movie was real weird.
2: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> in fact, you know, Ryan Gosling was like, I will come on and do this ad, but I said, You know what, Ryan, we're cool.
0: Yeah. we don't need the you. guy's
2: a fucking leech. Like he won't stop <laughs> emailing me. Sucks. All right. So anyway. Yeah, he's
0: he's fun to hang out with times. Time sometimes. Though. Sometimes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah but it just ugh.
0: sometimes it's just the gosh show though you know, so it's, it's like, like I really come on, i man. really
2: you know i'm like why did i give this guy my number all right anyway um so uh <laughs> <laughs> and we're back and we're back so uh morris uh his wife left him for his <laughs> fucking father figure and um you know he's just miserable you know and he decides he wants to get his wife back
0: as sometimes people do
2: as sometimes people do so um you know, they have kind of this, like, joint custody thing going on. So, um, Morris... So, Deanne regularly drops off the kids at Morris. And Morris and Deanne are, you know, communicating.
0: Yeah, they're amicable.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. But <laughs> it they are what Nick just said. <laughs> and, um... As the visits become more frink, frequent... Frequent? Frequent. Fuck. <laughs> uh, frequent? Frequent. Frequent. Okay, Do so, you need some more water? Uh, No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, the more he... Uh, so, as it becomes more frequent, Gabby starts getting more suspicious.
0: Like, mad suspicious.
2: Yeah, like, really... Like, very suspicious.
0: And he's like drinking like Rodney Dangerfield in these days.
2: Is Rodney Dangerfield a, a big drinker? I didn't even know that.
1: I don't know. I'm he just kind as... of portrayed himself as one.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he owned a bar.
2: I don't I don't know if either of you are right. Well anyway. <laughs> um, we're t- anyway we're taking artistic license. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe yes. that's the name of the episode yeah. is Artistic License. Yeah. So so um, anyway, the more he drinks, the more he gets suspicious of Deanne uh, and Morris, you know, and they're getting closer. And then finally, one afternoon, mm-hmm. he just fucking snaps you know, and, uh, he's, he's screaming at Deanne, he's like, you, you and Morris are getting back together, you know, blah, 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 I'm a wrestling coach, like, it's bad, and, um, Deanne, uh, something snaps in Diane Deanne's brain, and she goes, hey, wait a second, you're drunk, and I I don't think I want to be married to you anymore.
1: Remember, Morris did leave the door open at the, at the confrontational, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. at yeah. the confrontation of uh, when she told him he was getting a, du- she was getting a divorce yeah. and leaving. What yeah. yeah. was it? Uh, Morris very angrily said to me, uh, t- said to me, said <laughs> <laughs> <Is> to <that> you, <laughs> I, wait, did like you sober... fucking know these people? <laughs> Holy shit. All right. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah what, was, what was the word? It was... Yeah, yeah he was like... Uh, um, you can uh, come back if you're nice. If yeah, you're nice. Yeah, yeah,
0: like, you can come back if you apologize yeah. nice or something. She I don't, was totally nice to him. Yeah. Yeah, like, she didn't do anything wrong in this yeah. situation.
2: And once again, this is the writers being like, I don't know shit about this story, <laughs> but... Uh, no,
0: we live in Canada. But anyway, but in real life,
2: <laughs> in real life, uh, Diane actually did go back to Morris. She did. She went back to Morris and Morris takes her back, right? So that means after 10 months of marriage to Gabby, she's filing for divorce her second time in two years. That has to be some type of record in Yakima. Washington you'd
0: be surprised
2: not so much in the world yeah well I'm just saying in Yakima <laughs> like outside of Yakima I'm sure people get divorced every you know there's I bet there's some dude out there who's or lady like, who got, got divorced you know who's been divorced like a million times I don't know
0: like I'm surprised you're not divorced
2: really yeah okay anyway. so <laughs> if if I got married and was still married then, then that comment would make sense. But yes. since I never got married in the first place. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you're pretty anti-marriage, right? Well. <laughs> Sorry, I've thrown you under anyway. the bus.
2: <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. Um, so, uh, Deanne is back with Morris. And Morris basically vows that he'll never let Deanne slip away. And he ends up taking a second job as a bouncer for right. uh, a bar.
0: Oh yeah, at like TV bar. TV. Well, you know, it's like a bar that you would see on a TV show and a reenactment about a true crime case.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that one. Yeah. I- yeah 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 and in in but in real life it was actually at applebee's no i don't know Uh, (laughs) um no it was it was a fucking
1: uh, he was a bouncer at applebee's yeah oh my god that would be tremendous (laughs)
2: yeah and he's like i think i think you had way too much of the fucking sampler you know and uh that's hey that's one too many loaded uh, potato skins for you. You get
0: out of here. Yeah, clearly none of us know what they serve at Applebee's. Well, no, I, I do. I've been, to,
2: I've been to Applebee's. They serve yeah. potato skins. Oh, they, they serve okay. like a sampler that's actually really good. It's like, um, some um, uh, mozzarella sticks, Ooh. and then some uh, loaded potato yeah. skins, and then some boneless chicken wings. Oh, There's fun. mozzarella you know. sticks
1: always on the menu there. Oh yeah. Oh yes. my God, yeah. shit. Yeah.
0: This episode brought to you by
2: Applebee's Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Applebee's chilies Fridays. Yeah. 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 All of them. <laughs> yeah.
2: Barbecue sauce. All right, so the, uh,
0: Bloomin' onions, they serve those there, or is that uh don't, Steakhouse?
2: Don't drag Australia into this. Alright, so anyway. Uh, in the bar there was some dude named uh, Curtis Harris who uh, would often cause trouble at the bar.
0: Oh well, yeah, Curtis was a real tough customer.
2: Yeah, and um so apparently there was some like pretty bad blood between Morris and uh Curtis Harris, you know. Um so, uh now, uh just to recap, uh Dean is back with Morris. Gabby is by himself, but Gabby seems to be doing all right. Does he? Well, yeah. Uh he does. Like, um, you know, he seems to be doing okay. Uh Angelo Pleasant, Angelo Tuffy pre- uh oh, Pleasant.
0: Oh yeah, Tuffy. is
2: like by his side um in fact An- Angelo was going to lose a scholarship to a university
0: that we do not know but yes. Yeah, I know. This was on the other. Know, yeah, know, okay. Know, so, yeah. anyway, um <laughs> he was
2: he was he was going to lose a scholarship and basically Gabby was like, "Look, you could help me coach this team and I'll give you credits so you won't lose your scholarship."
0: And I mean, can he do that? I guess he could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's high school and college. It seems like two different organizations.
2: Dude, this was like
0: the seventies. Seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, have you Have you seen Have, have you seen Dazed and Confused? It's, it's yeah. all just It's all just fucking hazing and underage sex. You know, uh, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey in that movie sa- says this line that goes. You know what I love about high school chicks? I keep on getting older and they stay the same age. That's fucking pedophilia. <laughs> that, that's a pedophile. No one ever mentioned this, you know? Like like this is a 20-year-old dude who's like praying on high school kids, but because of the seventies, we all go, <laughs> Oh, weren't we just nuts back then? So anyway. <laughs> anyway, so this is the 70s, so yeah, of course they could do it. So, um, with Angelo Pleasant at his side, Gabby seems to kind of bounce back. Um, I'm gonna uh let's take a two-second break really quickly. It's the pee song, I got a German day.
1: Oh, it's the, the, the pee song. This is a short break. It's the pee song, I got a German day.
2: So, um, basically, uh, you know, uh, Deanna's with uh, Morris. Gabby's Gabby's really upset. Always, just your quint- quintessential uh, middle-aged divorced lonely there, guy.
1: But uh, you guys forgot to mention though, right in the middle of the the uh, what is it? The prosecutor or the, uh, the, the the detective? The detective was talking about there were there, were, there was a very distinct line in the story. BD, yeah, and AD, yes, yeah, Yeah, we're gonna,
2: yeah, we're gonna get to that, Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, basically, you know, we're talking about the murder of Jesus here. Um, so sorry, no, don't worry about it, yeah. So, uh, November 22nd, 1975, 5 a.m., 5 a.m., 5 a.m., Deanne wakes up in her bed
0: and she's like, Yo, where's Bay?
2: Yeah, and Morris should be back home by now right so she wakes up alone i've been there so (laughs) she walks outside his car is in the driveway and the keys are inside but he's not there uh she ends up finding morris on the ground dead uh basically on the other side of the driveway he steps away from the house
0: She's what? What? Steps, he is. He, he is is steps, steps away. away from the house.
2: Yeah, steps like the thing you take with your feet to get
0: places. I I, I, I get what you're saying. I thought you were inferring that like he like had physically walked
1: and stepped away from the house. Okay. So there's something that bothered me about that though. Yes. Okay. Now, if someone was to get shot in front of my house or apartment, mm-hmm. even if I was asleep, mm-hmm. there's a, probably a pretty good chance I would have heard something
0: yes yeah. and he was shot more than one time yeah. so
1: i mean
2: yeah I, mean, I know
0: and the cops must be like and they have really two kids, snooze- yeah and there's yeah. kids and the cops are like snoozing the neighbors must hate them yeah well,
2: whoever it was might have used the silencer
0: <laughs> what who are we talking about like james bond over here no it's like we're in washington state man
2: i know well,
0: yeah come on in the 70s yeah <laughs> true well,
2: yeah i mean um you know, the thing about Yakima in the 70s were people were shooting all over the place. Yeah.
0: No, it was a, it mean, was a it hard was like, place to grow up. You
2: know, it, it went... Yeah, Yakima in the, it, it, in the 70s, it was like, uh, you know, Washington, D.C., New York City, Yakima. Like, as far as, like, people shooting people. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I don't
0: absolutely. Know. No, that was the case.
2: Anyway. <laughs> uh, turns out Morris had been shot three times. Uh, once was in his mouth. Right and, in the kisser? Right in the kisser. And then two in the back of his head behind his left ear. Oof. So, he was dead. Yeah, he was super yeah. fucking dead, man. He was, he was really dead. Um, please find a single twenty two casing. Now, twenty two bullet. <laughs> well, this is interesting. The um, thing about a twenty two bullet is when you shoot it, what happens is when it goes into your body... Instead of, like, going straight through, right? If you get shot in, like, the chest, it doesn't leave your body. What it does is it hits a bone or something or it goes into your skull and it bounces around in your fucking brain. Um,
0: not pleasant.
2: Not pleasant. And it's and that's kind of why, um, you know, there's a lot of, like, when it comes to professional hits –
0: like mob hits and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, a lot of it is done by twenty two. Also because it's twenty two because it's easy to conceal.
0: Well, also, uh, .22 uh, bullets and like their barrels don't have rifling, so it's harder to trace it back to the gun. And okay. remarkably
1: affordable. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, how did you know that, Nick? I don't know. All right.
0: But, but it's true.
2: Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I know it, but <laughs> I know it's true. I never looked it up once in my life, but no, no, it's no. definitely true. I no, know no, it's no. true, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I know that. It is true because that's why, like, the mob uses it also because yeah. it's harder to trace back yeah. to the I weapon. know
2: it's true because it came into my head and I said it out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> things that come inside my head and I say out my mouth aren't false. They're true. Like things-
1: that's like that's like CN- me reading CNN every freaking day. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's all true, you know? You know, if it wasn't true, they wouldn't have put it on the fucking internet. All right. So, um, <laughs> so Morris is dead. Yep. Uh, the cops come by. Turns out, um, the cops were actually coached by, uh, Gabby. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I, that's, I'm just saying that Yeah, to, like, I didn't
0: know that because well, I didn't see it in yeah, the thing. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's a very small-knit community. You know, it's like, it's like fucking that movie Affliction with, uh, Nick Nolte. You know? All right. I never saw
0: that one. How was it?
2: It was great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, (laughs) um, they, you know, basically they're like, okay, this guy, this is definitely a homicide. Uh, he definitely got shot in the mouth and he definitely got shot in the head twice. Um, and they talked to Deanne and Deanne immediately was like, Gabby. Gabby, Gabby definitely fucking did this. Had
0: to be fucking Gabby.
2: Yeah. So... Gabby tells them a story, right? Um, Turns out that Gabby, after Deanne went back to Morris, Gabby never stopped calling her. Oh. Yeah. And uh, days prior to the murder, this is November 11th, 1975, Gabby shows up to Deanne's house and he's drunk with a gun and he's basically threatening to kill himself
0: yeah yeah
2: just give me a second okay yeah Yeah. so anyway yeah i I was i was pausing for dramatic effect dick
0: i i I, I see (laughs) but like in the timeline or in the documentary that we saw what did i say what did i say okay
2: so (laughs) (laughs) all right so anyway yeah so basically uh you know uh gabby was like Uh, Hey, if you don't take me back, I'm going to kill myself. Has anybody, have you ever like, has it even ever came into your mind to think about doing anything like that? I'm not saying you had to say kill yourself, but like any sort of self-harm to get a girl back. I'm just curious.
1: No.
0: Yeah, Um, I've never done that. Although one of my like ex-partners, she did that to me once. And I had to like go over there and like talk her down.
2: Do you think she would have really done it?
0: I don't know. Like, yeah. she took, like, a bunch of mushrooms,
1: and she was, like, in a bad place.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, I got to just say, and I know something about this. Okay. But if someone's going to come to your house with a gun, a restraining order is probably in order. Yeah. Absolutely. I would think in the 70s, they even had those.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you would they hope. Did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like... Yeah, it just seems like that that would be a good a good option.
2: You know, the thing about restraining orders is that they seem like a pretty impotent response to an actual threat. You know mm. what I'm saying? Well like like you know, like you could be like you could go to court, you could get a million different types of papers filed for all different reasons, but at the end of the day, you know, like What's that going to do if the guy or the girl is real, really, is is just, like, absolutely insane? And, and, and it's like, I'm going to murder you, and I don't care what the court says. You know what I'm saying?
1: I, I absolutely do know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I know firsthand exactly what you're saying. Oh, do you? Yes, I do.
0: And <laughs> our guest, Sean. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> you're like, I know what you're saying. And so, I don't have any other response. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. No, I know no. what you're saying, and it's incredibly so. So, yeah. so, yeah. so like, I guess like, let's just I know very let's just bring out. Let's so, <laughs> so let's just bring this out.
1: I actually have a restraining order against somebody.
2: Oh, fuck. okay.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it. Was it easy to get? Um. So here's here's the progression of like I got a, a couple threats. I mean, uh-huh. there's a whole backstory behind it, but I'll give you the like yeah the the, the, the bullet the, points yeah. So like when you first someone's just. Like, can you just stop? Please just stop like sending yeah. fake, you know, people on my LinkedIn profile messages about right. what a piece of crap I am or Facebook. Like, could you just stop? That'd be like really cool if you could do that. Yeah. And uh so I, I was like and she didn't stop. So then I took her to court. And then the court's like, she's really, the, her attorney's like, she's really sorry. She's going to stop. <laughs> and I'm like, y- you know, she doesn't want to get fined and yeah. just show up on her criminal record and she can't fly out of the country. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So you it's do this thing called, a, call a guy. civil restraining order, which is basically a handshake deal. It's like, I pinky promise if you pinky promise that we won't talk to each other. So that's a civil restraining order. Has no teeth whatsoever. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hence you know 50 episodes of communication later um
2: with with your lawyer or with her to me okay okay but but you already had a restraining order but that
1: was a civil restraining order which is like it's a handshake deal there's no real legal teeth to it it's sort of like a court documentation if i understand this correctly yeah a court documentation of like hey you asked her to stop but if she doesn't stop that means you've probably got to get a real restraining order yeah. sure, true sure, true sure. so
2: you got to go to adult court so like so Judge i went Judy and shit. so
1: i went and got a temporary restraining when you go to court then you go and get a temporary restraining order and they say okay you two can't talk until we determine whether you can this is like the real deal mm-hmm. so then within that time frame she violated that 11 times 11? 11. Oh.
2: Like, how did she violate it? Like,
1: fake... There's all sorts of ways to get at people. Like, fake phone number. You can create fake phone numbers, fake emails, fake Facebook profiles, all that stuff.
2: What? People yeah. can be not the people yeah. they pretend it's to be on the fu- internet? It
1: is crazy. <laughs> what? It's crazy. What? So uh, You
2: get the fuck out of town. So
1: then she violated that. And then she got... And, and then she got the final restraining order, mm-hmm. which...
2: And then she violated that too. I got the final. You got the final against her.
1: Yeah. So, and she violated that. So the first time she she, violated, just sending me fake spoof messages, text messages. Like, it's it's kind of become a thing now where, well, where if anyone I date now, I kind of have to lay it out to them that that Mm, there's this restraining order out there that I've gotten, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but so she. so she violated that. So the first time she was found guilty, they just gave her like a $2500 fine or some sort of fine. Yeah. And the second time she violated it, they actually you it's mandatory you have to go to jail. Oh, so she went to jail. Yeah, but it's not real jail.
2: How long? It's oh, like It's like Saturdays
1: and Sundays 8 to 4. It's like adult detention. Oh, okay. uh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so. Yeah. But, but all uh, all I'm just kind of saying is this it, in my case, which was just you know, someone reaching out to girlfriends or LinkedIn profile people or Facebook message or whatever. Yeah. Someone coming to my house with a gun.
2: Yeah, that's, it's a little bit worse. Yeah. I, yeah I'm like real. I'm
1: I, like I'm not. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you
2: I, got off easy. Yeah. When it came yeah. to your stalker. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I mean. As we, of now. Yeah
1: as it is it is it truly is an ongoing it is yeah. an ongoing uh it yeah. is an ongoing case it has been not there has been instances of communications post jail so yeah. it's yeah
2: well i mean um if uh let's hope i mean uh let's yeah just where hope, are you go with let's, this. Hope, let's, let's hope everything <laughs> turns out fine she you know, if if worst comes to worst, she, she goes into the uh, Bjork stalker route where, um, you know, she basically makes a video of herself uh, just kind of descending into madness and sending in a fake letter bomb that later gets caught by the police before you open it.
0: Yeah, so, maybe we could set up so. a GoFundMe to like hire her a gigolo. I, like, I was
1: thinking of the RealSexDolls.com. Yeah, RealSexDolls.com. Uh, RealSexDolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, our sponsor. So, Perfect. Yeah.
2: Hey, are you Sean Stalker? <laughs> so this advertisement is for you.
1: So if I get murdered, I'm going to say this now since we have audio record of this. Yes. You guys could totally be the first ones to talk about it. Okay.
3: Cool. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I sure. give you full authorization yeah. to
1: make the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. market all the rights to it as long as my children uh, get yeah. some sort of proceeds.
2: Uh, sure, are, absolutely. Um, yeah. And between you and me, Sean, it will be a very not funny, very somber episode.
1: I, like no, 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 no. Yeah. It needs murder. to be. It needs to be in the same style as that. Is oh that, no, no, no! I was joking. Okay, yeah, It's going
2: to be a. It's going to be a bunch of laughs, and it's going to be a good time. Where the fuck was I? Yeah,
1: I don't so, know. We got uh, hey, no, topic. no. We, yeah, we got. Uh, she was. But, uh, like
0: uh, the, the the restraining order thing because it was like the he showed up with the gun trying yeah, to like yeah. kill himself. Everybody thought it was she said it was Gabby. Yeah,
2: yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, it turns out that, uh, okay, uh, blah blah blah. Uh, he showed up with a gun, threatened to kill himself. Um, uh, what okay, so when Gabby showed up with a gun, being like, if you don't take me back, I'm gonna blow my fucking head off. Uh, she called Morris and Morris actually came back, talked to Gabby and Gabby actually left. Gabby actually listened to Morris.
0: Oh yeah, and they had like a really cute scene where it was like he had the gun yeah. and he pointed the gun, and then like yeah. he's like, "My yeah. kids are in there; they're also your kids." You know. And then they almost kissed. <laughs> hey,
2: you know, I know that you almost—I know that you fucked and married my wife, but um, you know, you you still taught me the the double leg how and check, how to check the oil and how to check the oil. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget i'll never forget how you taught me to put my hand in another teenage male butt and for that we're gonna be cool for life
0: yeah this episode is called check the oil check the oil okay all right so
2: um so okay so basically after morris talked gabby out of not killing himself um he didn't call the police uh what he did do is get Deanna gun.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah he got Shorty uh yeah. biscuit. Yeah. That's what they call it in rap music. A it it's Jesus. true.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean uh in in the wire they call it the whistle. Which well, makes what what, what I'm saying, more <laughs> legit than what you're saying.
0: Well, in New York, rap, they call it a biscuit. It's the
2: wire, Nick!
0: <laughs> I know, but that's Baltimore. It's different.
2: You're Baltimore.
0: All right. <laughs> you're Baltimore. So, all right. So anyway,
2: uh, within hours of the murder, police basically tag Gabby as the prime suspect. But Gabby had an alibi. Uh, the night Morris got murdered, he was in the hospital for yeah, he uh, high blood pressure and he also had a nosebleed.
0: Yeah, I mean, who hasn't been in the hospital for that?
2: Um, a lot of people. <laughs> so, uh, they start looking at other people. Um, they looked at Curtis Harris, who apparently him and Morris had like a little thing. A little beef. But he had an alibi. Um, police also talked to uh, Mor- uh, Gabby's son, Mike.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, but he had an alibi, so basically the police were pretty stumped.
1: They were, I remember in the episode we saw, they were really pretty disappointed about Gabby not being, you know, having yeah. an air, a pretty lock tight yeah. uh,
2: uh, a- alibi. alibi. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, they, they were like, they're... yeah, where, where were you at a, a Mor- uh, Morris's murders? Like, I was in the hospital, and the police were like. Fuck <laughs> all right okay um <laughs> are you sure you know
0: <laughs> and yeah they went and talked to the doctors and they were like yeah and, but here. the
1: best was the, the 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 sort of thing that seemed to lock it down for them was the cobwebs in the window oh well, yeah, yeah. Right. that was that like like the doctor said there's no way he could have gotten out and then yeah. there are cobwebs at the window and then they like pan into them looking at the window <laughs> the cobwebs, yeah
0: like, and, like, and, like, the lead detectives, the real hero of the story, because I love the way that, like, his tie and, like, coat have different patterns, and, like, yeah. he really rocks it well.
2: Yeah. He was like, I think that's a, I think that's a web that Daddy, Longma- Daddy Long Lake would make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they make webs? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the thing I'm trying to get at is the showrunners from Betrayal were pretty much like, you know what, let's just fucking put this in. Um, all right, so anyway... Uh, Morse is dead. Um, Gabby has an alibi, so at this point, Gabby starts talking to Deanne again.
3: Oh, yeah, and
2: basically pleading for him to take her back, take him back. Um, Mm. he basically tells Deanne, uh, that you know he loves her, it wasn't him that murdered her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact. He told Diane that he was being threatened by the person that actually murdered Morris.
3: Yeah,
0: and that's insane.
2: It is insane, but like you know, that was, he he was, was like, he yeah,
0: yeah, trying to like you know have you know
2: do his thing, you know. Yeah, he was like, "I couldn't have murdered him. Like, I'm getting threatened by the dude that murdered him." <laughs> Well, like, so, you know, it's, it's, a small like, town. it's like, you know, this is not fucking that movie with John Cusack identity or anything.
1: Do you know who murdered him? Uh, no. <laughs> um, uh-uh. He's like, he's
2: like, I did not. I was not the one who ended. All of a sudden, he's starting to talk like, uh, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves. I did not murder your husband. I know Kung Fu, though. All right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean Keanu Reeves has really made like a real like 180 in his career though cuz now everyone loves him and doesn't We're not clown on him.
2: Doing this. So, anyway, sorry. <laughs> um anyway, but uh Deanne doesn't believe Gabby. Uh yes, yeah, doesn't believe Gabby. Uh so Gabby's drinking just gets way worse. All right. So, we are now at Christmas Eve 1975. Mhm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean just the fucking saddest scene you could think of it's gabby home alone with fucking nobody just having christmas dinner by himself you know he got it from like the supermarket it's like a, a tv dinner you know with like just the little portions of like mashed potatoes and you know cranberry sauce
1: stovetop uh, st- yeah, exactly was stovetop it yeah, yeah Stovers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: hungry man's divorced dude uh, TV dinner. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: actually, I could go for one of those right now. Shout out to our new sponsor, Hungry Man. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Buy five, and the sixth one comes with a fucking handgun. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, So, anyway, it's Christmas Eve, uh, and uh, Angelo, Angelo Tuffy Pleasant comes over. Yeah, Tuffy's in the house. And um, later, later that night, Gabby and Angelo Tuffy Pleasant are home alone, right? Um,
0: but not like Macaulay Culkin. Yes.
2: yes Sorry. There's, <laughs> Low-hanging there, fruit. There's, there's, no, there's no marbles or uh, fucking cans of paint. Joe Pesci doesn't show up and get fucking burned on the forehead. Anyway, so... Um, and Angelo is worried about Gabby. He never seen Gabby so messed up. And, um, early Christmas morning. So Gabby ends up, uh, so Angela ends up leaving, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, he's just, he's depressed. It's, it's, it's too much for him. He ends up leaving. Yeah. That's a depressing scene into the night early Christmas morning around 1am Gabby's son comes home and he finds his father on the floor shot dead. Dead. He had a single gunshot wound under his armpit. Uh and the police find a twenty two casing, the same type of bullet that killed Morris.
0: Huh, I wonder if there's a connection.
2: Hmm. <laughs> Elementary my dear Alright, so anyway. Um uh the police are are stumped, you know. This is like a SAT problem for them, you know. Is it A, more speed, you know? Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> um, they they can't figure it out, right? All they know is that it was probably, probably not definitely, probably the same c- gun that killed both Morris and Gabby, right?
0: Did you just say the c word?
2: No, no, <laughs> probably, same gun. Uh, anyway,
1: I I thought th- I'd have dropped in there.
2: Same gun? I don't even know.
1: The c word, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah no, I cunt. I didn't say cunt. <laughs> no, it did sound like it. Really? Yeah, oh, a little bit. Yes.
1: Right. It was, uh, maybe it's subliminal. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Huh? Oh, oh 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 Nick, the c word. Oh no, yeah. oh c you know cunt. Just say it. Just say it one time. Cunt. All right. Good job. <laughs> Right, we're yeah, making I, progress. I'm annoyingly PC, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> no, I know. So anyway. A fucking cut. <laughs> so anyway, it's um so so they can't find, you know, the police don't know what to do to do. Uh February twenty first, nineteen seventy six, on the banks of the Yakima River, two fishermen uh end up finding a twenty two Ruger like semi-automatic pistol,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right?
2: So they end up finding a gun. By the way, in this show, betrayal, the two um, fishermen were like clearly like PAs <laughs> who like walked on the set that day with like flannel shirts, and the director was like, "You're you're fucking in the show now," you know? <laughs> yeah, the,
0: it, it, the director was like, "All right, pretend like you just found a gun
1: in the river." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the line was. There's a gun. Go yeah, get yeah. dad. The,
2: the, the guy couldn't have been more emotionalist, you know, like, he's like, I think that might be a gun. We should pick it up. The gun. We should. I think that's a gun in the river. We should pick it up and turn it to the cops slash police. <laughs> no, not cops slash police. Just say cops. You know, we should turn it to the cops. Police. No, you're said cops. <laughs> you don't have to say the other thing. All right. So, just don't read the, you know, okay. And the cops, police, no, okay, yeah, no.
0: Well, since it was probably a Canadian production, they were probably like, we should turn this into the Mounties, and they're like, no, 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 that's wrong. This takes place in Washington, yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know (laughs) what you're talking about,
0: all
3: right.
2: So, anyway, um, so anyway, uh, but in real life, these two, uh, fishermen find a 22 Ruger semi automatic pistol. Uh, They turn the gun over to the police and they end up determining that that gun was killed, that the gun killed both Morris and Gabby. Uh, When the paper reported this detail, a lady came forward
3: Mm, and the lady mm -hmm, basically
2: mm -hmm. said, uh, that gun is mine. All right. And uh, then she told the police. That she loaned out that gun on two occasions to her cousin, right? And when the murder, when the news broke of the murder of Gabby, uh, she threw the gun in the river. Her cousin that she lended the gun to was uh, Angela Tuffy Pleasant. Tuffy. Yeah. Gabby's protege. Tuffy. (laughs) So, um, they end up, uh, arresting Angela Tuffy Pleasant. I'm just going to to call him. I'm not even saying the first name right. Anyway, they end up, uh, (laughs) yeah, just call him Pleasant. All right. Just call him Tuffy. Yeah. Yeah, That's how we all know him as. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They end up, uh, arresting Pleasant. Uh, Tuffy. They end up arresting Tuffy.
0: (laughs) We just talked about this. (laughs) All right. Sorry. So.
2: Just, you know, get off my dick, Nick. (laughs) All right. So, uh, basically, Tuffy tells police um, that Gabby's comeback for losing Deanne was a facade, right? He he really wasn't over Deanne at all. Remember Mm -hmm. how when Deanne left him, it seemed like he was doing okay? That wasn't the case. And he was actually a fucking mess. So after Deanne left him, his uh coaching and teaching went to shit, you know? As it does. And uh the school actually asked him to resign.
0: Oh shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah clearly I things, didn't know yeah. that.
1: <laughs> it was just one of
2: those things. Did some things,
0: great yeah.
1: research.
2: Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> uh, it was it was just it was just of another ID show. It was basically the same channel made the same exact show in just like two different ways and hired worse actors. It was um kind of really interesting. Yeah, but anyway, fascinating yeah. actually. So uh Tuffy ended up um, wanting to help his uh you know coach Gabby, right? Uh, especially because without Gabby uh Tuffy was going to lose his athletic scholarship. Mmm Sorry. Because you know what?
1: Murder's not going to get you (laughs) to lose your scholarship. I don't know. Poor Tuffy.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, uh, well, I'm going to say this later. But anyway, uh, so Gabby ended up uh, getting uh, Deanne back. Uh, So basically, Gabby getting Deanne back was like a very crucial part of this overall plan. To get him back on track. Uh, so. He ended up asking Tuffy. To kill Morris. At first. Tuffy refused. At first Tuffy was like. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was like That's fucking nuts. So, no. Uh, no a million times over. All right. But anyway. Uh, so. G- Gabby was like. Okay. You don't have to kill him but can you get me a gun? And uh, Tuffy does a assaulting and gets him an, an untraceable gun, right? Yep. A few weeks later, uh, Tuffy gets a phone call from Gabby saying, if you're going to kill him, it has to be tonight, right? So, uh, you know, Gabby sets up this whole thing where he goes into the hospital that night, so he has a rock-solid alibi.
0: Do you think he faked his nosebleed?
2: Maybe. I don't know.
0: I, I don't know how you would do that, but if he's faking an alibi, you would think he would do something to like provoke a nosebleed.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean
1: if you go further into the story... Yeah.
2: I mean, anybody who's uh, listening, listening to this, first off, thank you very much. Um, but second, uh, Anne Rule, who's a great true crime novelist, actually wrote a book about this case called the fever of the heart, something like that. Okay. So definitely check that out. If you want to know way more about this case. Uh, but anyway, uh, Gabby ends up going to the hospital. Uh, Tuffy who worship Gabby finally agrees to uh, kill Morris. So around 2am, Tuffy is uh, in line wait at Gabby's house uh, at Morris's house. When Morris walks to his house, Tuffy walks up, calls him by name, shoots him in the face, and then once he's on the ground, shoots him in the back of the head. So, uh, jump to Christmas Eve, Uh, you know, Gabby and Angelo are alone, right? Gabby, once again, is very upset that...
0: Slash drunk.
2: Slash drunk uh, that uh, Deanne won't take him back because Deanne is like... You killed Morris. Yeah, you fucking
0: killed Morris, homie. You killed Morris.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, in Gabby's fucking twisted, demented, lovesick mind, uh, he comes up with this plan. If he is shot by the same bullet that actually killed Morris, Deanne would stop... Suspecting, uh, Gabby that Gabby from murdering Morris.
0: True, true, true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So basically, Gabby's like, if I get shot, Deanne will be like, I guess you didn't murder, uh, Morris. Um, you know, like, uh, let yeah. me hop on that D.
0: Yeah, no, that's solid drunk people logic. Yeah,
2: yeah. Let me get yeah. I <laughs> it want, makes
1: perfect sense to yeah, me. Yeah,
2: I want the I want I want I want the D and the V. You know maybe in the a so anyway um only sometimes only sometimes so
1: special occasions right
2: (laughs) so basically um angelo uh tuffy and um gabby are alone and that's where he comes up with this plan right and so he's like you gotta shoot me in the shoulder he says it's the angelo uh tuffy yep our man Tuffy, tuffy yeah and tuffy's like (laughs) <laughs> okay, no, no, no. He's like, no, like, a, sounds like, like I don't regret, you know, murdering that other dude. Uh, that was a big mistake. I'm not going to make another one. You're fucking ruining my life, you know? So if you could just stop, you know, that'd be great because, <laughs> you know, anyway. Uh, thanks, um, coach. Yeah. <laughs> that terrific, you know. Uh, so, um. And so this is what uh, Gabby ends up doing. Gabby's like, look, if you don't shoot me in the shoulder, I'm going to call the police and tell them that you murdered Morris. And he actually takes the phone, he dials every single number for the police department, except for the last one. Wait, what? Yeah, so, Gabby uh, dials every single number for the Yakima Police Department. Wait, just wait, Nick. Except for the last one. And he says, uh, Angelo, if you don't shoot me in the shoulder... I'm going to dial this last number, and then I'm going to get the police, and I'm going to tell them that you shot Morris.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. So. What was the last number? One? I like 911? I, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, Nick. I don't know.
2: What are you talking Yeah,
0: I don't know. You know I yeah, yeah, no, this is yeah. new information to me. I'm yeah. curious. Was yeah. nine, 911 what? institutionalized yeah. in the seven, early 70s, oh, mid-70s. I don't yeah. know. Sean, you're so right. It probably
1: wasn't, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Feel Maybe like that the, was an agency. Google it at home.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what what's the last number hey uh the 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 director of photographs like was his name frank did he have an adult child that was an alcoholic like how do i know nick uh anyway uh so um Tuffy was like okay i'm gonna get a gun so he goes back to his cousin that he borrowed the gun from the first time yeah
0: to get a biscuit
2: uh, or a whistle <laughs> or a whistle or a or a gun and so um uh he gets the gun he comes back to gabby's place and um this is interesting because it's like something that you would only know if you're a wrestler but there's like you know there's three different positions well kind of so there's neutral where you're both standing and then there's like a down position where the first wrestler is on his knees and the second wrestler, wrestler is like kneeling beside him and he has one hand over his navel and the other hand, hand on his arm.
0: Okay, that sounds somewhat homoerotic.
2: Yeah, whatever. But, <laughs> um, So uh, Coach Gabby, Gabby gets in the down position okay to get shot in the shoulder
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, i remember that from the uh you know documentary yeah yeah
2: but uh uh angelo shoots him but angelo kind of messes up a bit
0: (laughs) just a tad and instead of shooting
2: him in the shoulder he shoots him under the arm and remember i said about the 22 bullet how it's just like nuts Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, they even they, say that at the They thing. said the yeah.
1: twenty two bullet is crazy. Crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was the, like... the bullet hit hit a rib and then it bounced it, uh bounced from the rib through his lung through his heart and he fucking died. Um so you know that's basically how uh that's basically what happened. Yeah. yeah, so Gabby's dead, Angelo murdered him uh right. what ended up happening after that the aftermath math was basically um angelo uh ended up getting convicted of first degree murder for morris Blankenbatter. Blank and batter. get his better? name right please black and better black no, and decker black and decker <laughs> uh shit <sighs> Like this is the one guy who did nothing wrong in yeah, the Yeah, I know. Like let's right. get yeah, his okay, name, right, yeah. please. Oh yeah. Uh Morris Black and Decker. Morris Black and Decker. All right. So That was really his name? Yeah. All that right. was really his name. All right. So so he gets first-degree murder for Morris Black and Decker, but he only gets manslaughter for Gabby Moore. Uh ends up getting uh basically life in prison for Morris and something like 10 years for uh, Gabby. He ended up getting out in 1996. Um, all right, yeah. and since then he's been apparently living in uh,
1: living the dream. Yakima, well, not the dream, <laughs> not the dream, not at the all. dream.
2: But he's been living in Yakima. And you know what? Like, out of like all the stories we have done on this podcast, you know, I'm always like, yeah, fuck them. They should be in jail forever. But this is the one time where I'm like. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy he got out.
0: I, I'm happy he got out, too. Because
2: he was a 19-year-old kid who got totally manipulated. Yeah, by, by like, fucking, his
0: hero. By
2: his hero, his father figure. If it wasn't for Gabby, um, Tuffy would not have had a future. So, of course, Tuffy would have done anything that Angelo would have said, you know? Absolutely. So, the... um. The real villains here, villains here. I mean, Morris obviously was was just a dude trying to keep his family yeah, together. Yeah, he was just trying to kick it. Uh, him losing his life was an absolute tragedy. Um, uh, Gabby was a fucking asshole
0: and a monster,
2: and also Deanne was kind of a fucking asshole.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Like she did not treat Morris very well. She at did
1: all. not make the situation go any smoother. No, no, I mean, yeah, she may have
2: indirectly caused all this, but. Fuck her a little bit, and um, you know, and Angela obviously, that that was just like it was just fucking sad. Yeah, it's like lateral a, like, damage a yeah, little bit. Yeah, in um, uh, betrayal, the uh, show we were talking about, they kind of made it like, uh, Angela and uh, Tuffy, Angela and Morris were like kind of had this bad blood going between them, but I think they only did that for dramatic effect. I yeah, really probably. think. That um, Tuffy really didn't want to murder uh, Morris at all.
0: To be fair, he did, like, borrow a gun from, like, his cousin and then murder
1: someone. I mean, in general, there were a lot of bad decisions made. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look,
2: like... If if he
1: feels... And now he's working at, like, Yakima Wine and Spirits. Yeah. Oh, no. Selling Slim Jims. If you murder
2: someone, um, like, don't get me wrong, like, you should... At least be in time out for a bit. But I mean, you know, when you think about like 19, like when I was 19, man, like you could have talked me into some crazy shit. I would have done it. I would have fucking done it. Yeah. If
0: the situation were right and like, you know, you were like put in a place where, you know, there was a gun to your head.
2: Well, there wasn't a gun to his head, so. (laughs)
0: No, I I know, but, you know, I don't know. That was a bad pun.
1: So here's something I just, just, were you a wrestling star? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So so just to kind of sort of, like, how I'm seeing this. Yeah. So maybe number three isn't that bad now that I'm thinking about it. Because really, if you're the top wrestling guy, like, look what happened. You end up. Getting murdered Or getting thrown <laughs> in jail yeah. So maybe being number three Is okay And and if you're not number If you're not number one Maybe you just end up Doing a podcast Or something Exactly yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, so That's, so, that's like, a good takeaway yeah, Actually You wanna You wanna
2: <laughs> You wanna like uh, You know Kind of only make it To districts You don't wanna make the To regionals Because Then your coach Who's a psycho Will talk you into Murdering his Other good friend Who other Because he wants To fuck his wife Anyway, <laughs> I wanted yeah. to. Uh, yeah. I have a takeaway, and I wanted to make this a new segment for a podcast. Here's the takeaway from this story. Yes. Um, the takeaway all this shit started because people had shit to lose, okay. especially Gabby. Keep your gains small in this life, and you won't feel bad when you lose them. Right. For example, if you marry some, if you marry someone you don't love, you won't be upset when she abandons abandons you.
0: So, so get married to someone that you don't love.
2: Exactly. That's <laughs> and 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 you're saying that like oh you know, but I'm fucking dead serious. But
1: so, uh, this this actually does play into my. Just go for number three.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. marry just marry somebody just, you have lukewarm just, feelings about. Just go yeah. for the bronze. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just
1: go for number three. No. <laughs> yeah. Forget go for the gold. Go for the bronze. Go for
2: the bronze, yeah.
0: Yo, Aaron Black, we hit it.
2: We totally hit it.
0: Uh shit. You got some plugs?
2: Um No.
0: I don't know. Uh watch Hail Satan. Um it's streaming on Hulu. I was uh associate producer on that hey uh thanks so much for listening aaron how you feel man
2: yeah i feel good
0: all right peace everyone sean peace oh total peace all right cool
2: <laughs> love is amazing
1: oh, but it's also bullshit and it might also get you murdered